0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 136 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading the second chapter of Romans today, and our focus is on how can we have a new heart as well as the circumcision of the heart. So I want to welcome aboard new listeners in Quang Tri, Vietnam, Dubai, United Arab Emirates, Gujarat, India, parts unknown, Morocco, San Francisco, California, St. Louis, Missouri, Peoria, Illinois, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Thank you all for listening. I want to point you to our show notes page, which you can find at Bible 2021. Dot com. There's a transcript there as well as a contact page if you have any questions or comments on the show. And speaking of comments, let's open with one from our friend Where What Huh on our YouTube page. He writes from an episode a few days ago, quoting... His blood be on our heads and on our children's heads. Some have read this as an excuse for anti-Semitism, which of course it is not. The Pharisees were not taking responsibility on behalf of the Jews as a whole, but on their own personal families. We must keep in mind as well that Jesus, the disciples, and all the early converts to Judaism were Jewish. If the statement of the Pharisees were a general curse on the Jews as a race, then all of those would have been under the curse as well. But in fact, all of humanity itself is under the curse of sin, and all of humanity, each each of us severally, can be redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Sin causes oppression and pain. Grace relieves oppression and pain. It strikes me more and more how these two forces seem to work throughout human history. Justice demands that sin be punished, Grace demands that sin be forgiven, and only in Christ can these two, justice and grace, be united. Amen. Thank you for that, my friend, where what? Thank you for listening to the show. Today, our focus is not on the Pharisees. It's on circumcision, but not the kind that makes men wince a little bit when they hear that particular word. Today, we aren't talking about literal and physical removal of the flesh, But what the Bible calls the circumcision of the heart in today's passage and all the way back in the New Testament in Deuteronomy 30 verse 6, which says, The Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the hearts of your descendants and you will love him with all of your heart and all of your soul that you will live. That's the Old Testament passage. Today's passage, Romans 2, 28-29 says, For a person is not a Jew who is one outwardly, and true circumcision is not something visible in the flesh. On the contrary, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is of the heart, by the Spirit, not the letter. That person's praise is not from people, but from God. So what is this circumcision of the heart that both the Old and New Testament speaks of? Is it painful? Well, theologian and St. J.I. Packer helps us to understand, writing, The Christian is a regenerate man. A new creature in Christ, a new principle of life and habit of obedience has been implanted in him. This is the prophesied circumcision of the heart. Whereas the blindness, obstinacy, and stubbornness in sin that is in us by nature, along with the prejudices which possess our minds and affections, and hinder us from conversion unto God, by this circumcision they are taken away, and man's first act of true saving faith in Jesus Christ, his conscious conversion, is its immediate result." This act, though directly caused by the Spirit's regenerative operation in the depths of His being, is perfectly free. So let's read today's passage. Romans chapter 2 verse 1, Therefore every one of you who judges is without excuse, for when you judge another, you condemn yourself, since you the judge do the same things. Now we know that God's judgment on those who do such things is based on the truth. Do you think any one of you who judges those who do such things yet do the same, that you will escape God's judgment? Or do you despise the riches of His kindness, restraint, and patience, not recognizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? Because of your hardened and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment is revealed— He will repay each one according to his works, eternal life to those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honor, and immortality, but wrath and anger to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth while obeying unrighteousness. There will be affliction and distress for every human being who does evil, first to the Jew and also to the Greek, but glory, honor, and peace to everyone who does what is good, first to the Jew and also to the Greek." For there is no favoritism with God. For all who sin without the law will also perish without the law, and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. For the hearers of the law are not righteous before God, but the doers of the law will be justified. So when Gentiles, who do not by nature have the law, do what the law demands, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, their consciences confirm this. Their competing thoughts either accuse or even excuse them. On the day when God judges what people have kept secret, according to my gospel through Christ Jesus. Now, if you call yourself a Jew and rely on the law and boast in God and know his will and approve the things that are superior, being instructed from the law, and if you can, are convinced that you are a guide for the blind, a light to those in darkness an instructor of the ignorant, a teacher of the immature, having the embodiment of knowledge and truth in the law, you then who teach another, don't you teach yourself? You who preach, you must not steal. Do you steal? You who say you must not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who detest idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the law, do you dishonor God by breaking the law? For as it is written, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you." Circumcision benefits you if you observe the law, but if you are a lawbreaker, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. So if an uncircumcised man keeps the law's requirements, will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? A man who is physically uncircumcised but who keeps the law will judge you who are a lawbreaker in spite of having the letter of the law in circumcision. For a person is not a Jew who is one outwardly, and true circumcision is not something visible in the flesh. On the contrary, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is of the heart, by the Spirit, not the letter. That person's praise is not from people, but from God. Well, amen. And let's close our time together with the unusual step of uh, reading a prayer, at least a portion of a prayer, a prayer authored by George Whitfield, one of my heroes of the faith. He writes, Blessed Jesus, thou hast told us in the gospel that unless a man is born again of the Spirit and his righteousness exceed the outward righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, he cannot in any way enter into the kingdom of God. Grant me therefore, I beg you, true circumcision of the heart and send down your blessed spirit to work in me that inward holiness, which alone can make me partake of the heavenly inheritance with the saints in light. Create in me, I beg you, a new heart, and renew a right spirit within me. For of whom shall I look to for comfort but of thee, O Lord, with whom alone this is possible? Lord, if you will, you can make me whole. Say unto my soul, as you did once say to the poor leper, I will be thou renewed. Have compassion on me, Lord, as you did once with blind Bartimaeus, who sat by the wayside begging. Well, that's a good prayer, and I can say a hearty amen to that. Last thing, our Bible memory verse for the month of May, Matthew twenty-eight eighteen through 20. Jesus came near and said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Praise Jesus. He is with us. Good day, friends, and Godspeed.